The ARC podcast is explicit in every way, so please take care while listening. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the ARC podcast. I am your host, Natasha, and today I have the absolute pleasure of interviewing author Cynthia Trellest, I think I've said your last name wrong again, haven't I? Terrellst. <laughs> Terrellst. There we go. Cynthia Terrellst. How are you, darling? I'm good, thank you. How are you today? I am good. Thank you so much for coming on my show. Thank you for inviting me. I'm excited. Good, good. Very good. Let me just, I can hear you on my laptop. Sorry, I'm just going to change my settings here because I don't know why you're coming out of my laptop and not my earphones. Sorry. Okay. Is better? Yeah, I think that's working. Sorry. Uh, malfunction okay. on the podcast thing there. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> we can take that out. Perfect. I didn't realize that was happening right then. So how are you today? I'm good. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. All the way from Australia. This is so exciting. I know. <laughs> Land down under. Lounge down and it's so far away and I apologize for yesterday because obviously I set stuff up and I was like yeah and I'm crap at time zones like seriously it was rubbish <laughs> it's all right I'm I'm used to it because everyone else lives in a different time zone of course yeah of course yes excellent perfect so we're here to talk about your books so how many books have you got out at the minute what's your I have seven books published in my Love Down Under series. Perfect. And for anybody that hasn't read them, what would be the general kind of genres of these books? What are the kind of the main storylines about them? Okay, so um, they're all contemporary romance and they're all set in Australia, hence the Love Down Under series. Um, They're all different. So they range from billionaire to second chance to royal romance, um, friends to lovers. There's everything everything you can think think of <laughs> amazing i love that so are they standalone or are they interconnected series they're all or? standalone um none amazing. of them are connected by character or place yet oh they interesting be, but... <laughs> oh nice okay <laughs> i love that so what's the first one that what was the first one you wrote which one was that one so that was um the cats out of the bag and that's okay. a secret billionaire romance so Jesse comes to Australia because um, he just wants to find himself and he meets Evie at a cat rescue. Oh, oh, I love that, cat rescue. Yes. Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> it's close would... to my heart too because I oh. used to foster kittens. So Did you? Yes. A lot of the traits that are in the cats are either from my cats or from the kittens that I've, I've fostered. Oh, wow. So when you say fostered kittens, does that mean you had to then give them away? The good. Oh, how did you manage that? Oh, sometimes it was terrible. Sometimes it was heartbreaking. Oh, I would have been in tears. But but if I didn't give them away, then I couldn't bring more into my home to help. And that's oh. the way I had to think of it. Yes. Oh, that's really lovely. I love that. That's so cute. Yeah. I would I would have my own cat farm. Like there would just be thousands of cats in my house if I had the choice. Yeah. <laughs> We've had... <laughs> eight here at one time and wow. that was too many it was insane 
Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. The amount and of I... food and the cat litter and the mm. mess they created. Yep. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> and are they all kittens that you had or were they bigger cats or? No. So I have two adult cats of my own. Okay. So we always brought kittens into the home because they interact better with them. Oh, that's so cute. I love that you did. I love that you did that. And then you wrote a book about that like with it in there that's amazing and then I feel like that kind of writing is quite authentic because it's obviously real life you know the cat's personalities you're able to put in the books yep exactly yes. I felt that too Lovely. and they any, still make uh, me smile <laughs> oh do they oh that's so nice uh, do you have any of your other books have they inspired any real life events in your little plethora of books anything um, or is it? get off my high horse that's yeah. uh, uh royal romance and a small town romance. And my mm. daughter is a horse person. So she oh, went okay. to university to study equine science. Mm. She went and worked in the horse industry. So um, all of the things in there were inspired by her, really. Oh, okay. Amazing. Well, that's quite good then. So the authenticity of the horse world and everything in the books. Yep. Nice. Perfect. Are they novellas or are they full on novels? How would you describe? They're full novels. Oh, okay. I love that. Amazing. Good, good. Some <laughs> um, are so, shorter than others and some are longer, but, you know, they're all novel length. Novel length. Oh, perfect. So when did you decide to start writing? Have you always wanted to be a writer or is it something that you were like, right, today I'm going to do this? Um, so I wrote my first picture book when I was eight about okay. my lost cat. Um, oh. She came home. It's okay. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> And then I wrote my first novel when I was 16. Mm. And I put that aside and then life just happened and I started again three years ago. Oh, wow. Oh, okay, lovely. And was it an easy thing to do? Did it just flow? Were you kind of, or do you find it difficult to come up with the stories and things? I usually come up with the title first. So okay. as you can see, all of them are quite unique titles. They're all mm. around animal sayings. Um, so I start with the title. And then yeah. I think about a story that would fit into it or I come okay. up with an idea for a story and think of a title that will fit into it. And then that animal will feature in the book. Oh, that's so clever. Oh, okay. I so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some people so don't get it. <laughs> no, I did. When I was looking through your books, I was looking at the titles. I was like, I wonder if these are like, because some of them sound like they could be, um, uh, what you, how do you call it? Like, when the cat's got your tongue, obviously that's not a book title, but sounds like an animal kind of, I don't know how you say that kind of thing, but like a euphemism for something else, if that makes sense. But then I was like, yeah. I wonder where these, the titles are going from, but now I get it. <laughs> yeah. So the cat's out of the bag. He was there we a go. secret millionaire. So, and then the truth comes out. So the cat's out of the bag. There we go. That's yes. Oh, okay. That's, oh, I love that idea. Okay. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so your male main characters in the books, what kind of, you know, who's your favourite male main character? Oh, I don't, I don't have a favourite male, main okay. male character, I don't think. They're all special to me in their own way. They all okay, have, okay. like, their own past traumas that they have to get mm. past. So I think um, the last one was prob um, Lachlan in Take the yep. Bull by the Horns. Yeah. He 
had a really special relationship with his ex-wife and I thought that was something good to explore because mm. we see these days that lots of people have um, very negative relationships with their exes and mm. that affects their children. But yeah. um, Lachlan and Jane, their relationship is very positive. They've remained friends. Um, they still joke around together. They ask each other for advice. Um, okay. So I I really wanted to represent that in my novel. Oh, okay. That's actually, that's lovely because again, like you say, in real life scenarios, unfortunately, there are a lot of ex-partners out there that don't get on and no. obviously it affects the children. And, I and, it's a, and you that. see that a lot in romance mm. as well, that the trauma has yeah. come from the ex-wife and I, yeah. I want to, I'd like to put twists on it. <laughs> <laughs> no that's lovely that's lovely yeah that's good and it's nice to have something a bit different because as you say a lot of the romance books are very similar to that or the ex-partner is some kind of psychopath that comes running back and is like trying to get in between the lover and all of this so it's quite it's quite, quite refreshing actually to read that sorry this is Duke no, oh hi Duke <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's another human here <laughs> cuddles <laughs> Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, so out of your your books, obviously not a fame favorite male character. Do you have a favorite book, one that you enjoyed writing the most, or one that you kind of always think of? Anything like that? I don't have a favorite book either. That's really hard okay. to ask. It's like asking about your favorite child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I think um as busy as a bee was. Okay special for me because again my twist on the story is yeah. I have a male character who has a mental illness he has um, he suffers from anxiety mm. and I wanted to portray that as well because often we see in books that the female character has a mental illness or has yes. anxiety or depression and I mm. thought it was um, important to show the male perspective as well. That's amazing because, again, male mental health isn't looked at as much as it is for female no, mental health. and it should health. be. It should be out in oh. the open. Yeah, it should be. It definitely should be one of those things that I think, I don't know, I think because men have always got to display this tough interior and it's the same in books. You know, yep. the guy's always got to be the one that's saving everybody when, you know, sometimes they're the ones that need the saving the most. Exactly. And that's what yeah. we see in As Busy mm. As A Bee. It's um, relationships that can damage him, but mm. um, relationships that can guide him as well. Oh, okay, lovely. Oh, I love that. Okay. This is my, I've put all of, well, I've made a mental note of your books and now currently they're going to be added all to my TBR because these sound amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so your um, your female characters, again, any any one of those to highlight in a book, any that you think, she's really strong or she's had a sad story, any of those that kind of come out um, at all? Let me think. I think Evie from The Cat's Out of the Bag, okay. she, um, she endured domestic violence that oh, um, nice. could have ended her life mm. and she was able to escape with the help of a friend and okay. she's rebuilt her life and wow. um, I think that was important to show as well. So I think she's one of my favourites because of okay. what she had been through and where mm. she had gotten to in her life. Oh, wow. So you have a quite, I love the fact that we've got quite a lot of real life issues and 
and problems and well, I don't want to say problems because that's a bit of a harsher word for it but obviously mental health and domestic violence and the cat saving and so it's quite a lot of real life inspiration in terms of from other people and stuff in your books yes so yeah. you find a lot of romance books um sometimes they portray those real life situations but mm. sometimes they gloss over them or they mm. don't mention them and it's just a fairy tale but I wanted to bring something to people that they could feel they related to that's amazing yeah I do find obviously when I read books obviously you do get swept away in the story of things and you also get swept away with I mean I read a, I read a lot of romance books and I read a lot of dark romance books and of course you know it's not okay to kidnap somebody that's not the thing no. you do it's not okay but everything is all, always slightly romanticized in these things um and I feel like highlighting the importance of it's not all about fluffy and fairy tales but there can be love in it as well I love that it's a good thing <laughs> yeah, I agree <laughs> yeah so um your books are centered around Australia yes are they made up towns or are these towns that you you know are they oh that's a juicy question <laughs> oh okay <laughs> so so the majority of the places in my books are real okay um but in down the rabbit hole the okay. town is so awful and the people in it are so awful that in good conscience I couldn't base it on a real town, so it's a made-up town. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, yeah. that's good. Yeah. Oh, so okay. um, that book um, relates to bullying. It's not bully romance. Um, okay. This young girl, she endured bullying throughout her whole life and then she moved away to get away from the town and the people and she mm. needs to come back to look after her sick father. So we okay. see how that affected her. She has flashbacks with her best friend and um, we see how she is weak in some moments and strong in other moments. Wow. Okay. Oh, that's amazing. So I had to make it up so that it wasn't reflecting of a lovely place. <laughs> Australia <laughs> <laughs> it was it's not a nice place oh okay all right and the people are awful in the whole book the people are awful they are awful to her even now as an adult they're still awful to her oh I want to hug her and I haven't even met her yet <laughs> <laughs> um so I think before I press record I said to you about the covers of your books obviously you have real people on the covers of your books I do you do I'm loving the covers because they're kind of they're sexy but kind of sneakily sexy at the same time I quite yes. I quite like that yeah. how do you find the models for your books is it something that you they're available to pick from or is it um, so I usually go to a website called deposit photos okay and um, I look at photos there and try to choose something that reflects my character I had a lot of hard work finding one for as busy as a bee because okay. um, the main female character, she has short hair. You don't okay. find many models with short hair. And she oh. colours her hair like apple colours, like apple red or green apple. And it was really hard to find some a model, first of all, and then someone who could pull off that colour. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. That's interesting. So I often think about that when I see models or obviously the a cartoony digital ones I understand are all made online. I often wonder about these models because I think I would have real trouble trying to pick a model to represent a character 
oh, it's hard work. <laughs> mm. Yeah, especially when you've built it up in your head, because obviously you know exactly what your characters look like because they're in your yeah. head. Yeah. But yeah, I couldn't put a... someone with long hair on the no. cover of the book because she doesn't have long hair. And no. that was the problem as well for the neck, um, for Take the Bull by the Horns because she had an accident um, that resulted in a car catching fire. So her hair oh, wow. was burnt off and growing back. So again, mm -hmm. she needed to have short hair. Oh, I see. Okay. Oh, that sounds, oh, that sounds, oh, does she find her happy ever after? Of course, it's romance. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> so they all have happy ever afters. Yes, absolutely. Okay. I yep. love that. Okay. That makes me feel even better about reading them. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I have to check, especially when it's something like that. If somebody's been through a trauma and things like that, I'm a bit like, if there's no happy ever after, or if there's a cliffhanger at the end of this, I'm not impressed because oh, I need no. to know. <laughs> no, it can't. It cannot be marketed as a romance if it doesn't have a have a happy ever after or a happy okay. for now at the That's end. Right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Yes. So none. Obviously, they're standalones. So would any of them maybe develop into a series? You think, or are they literally closed door end? happily ever afters they're pretty much closed door end because i don't i don't feel like any of the other characters could have their own book but okay. never say never no that's true yep. yep do you have a favorite side character in any of these books any any side characters that are a bit funny or supportive oh they're all funny in their own way okay <laughs> um but bruce in take the bull by the horns he's lachlan's brother Okay. And he often teases him or he pulls him into line. And okay. um, it's quite funny when he does that. One okay. of the quotes um, he says is, you have the IQ of a Vegemite sandwich. And Love that. It's, yeah, it's really funny in the context. <laughs> oh, wow. I love that. That's good. Yeah, I like that. Perfect. So... With all of your books, do you have any, what inspired you to to write? What made you sit down and think, right, three years ago, obviously you've been writing from a young age, and then th three years ago you said you started then writing. Was anything an inspiration for that? Anything that kind of was like, right, I need to get these stories written down because of said reason, anything like that? Um, so I don't have stories in my head like all it a lot of other authors, like they could have a hundred okay. stories going in their head at the same mm. time. I don't mm. have any. It's when I sit down to write that I develop mm. the story and the characters. Mm. Um, I would say what inspired me was a friend at work. She mm. was telling me about a book that she was writing and I thought, oh, that's something I could do. I'd like to write a book. So okay. I said, "In I'm going to start a book and by the end of the year I'm going to have it published and that's what I did. Wow, that's good. I love that. Yeah. Just gonna <laughs> just go and do it. Like if you want to do, do it, it, just do it. <laughs> Don't think about it. Just do it. <laughs> just do it. Get it. So, how long does it take you to write a book, roughly? How long would it? Do you sit every um, day? Do you? Oh well, I used to sit every day. So mm. I would go to work, come home, um, sit down, and do writing or something in my writer's life for two to three hours. Mm. Um, and then my daughter has moved home recently. And she has horses, and it seems like my life is consumed with her and her horses. <laughs> so I don't really get to write every day now, and that hurts. 
So I had mm. to lay down the law a couple of weeks ago and say, I need my time too. Mm. So hopefully yeah. I can get back into writing every day. Writing every day, yes, because ho yeah. horses, they take up a lot of it. That's a lot to do, isn't it, with horses? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> early mornings, feeding, cleaning. Yeah. Like it's a constant care. <laughs> and, then, and then if she goes to events, she likes me to go with her. So oh, then, okay. But I've done, yeah. you could see me at events and I could be watching a seminar or something. I could be writing a newsletter. I could mm. be trying to write the book as well. So I, in the quiet times while I'm there, I try and get things done as well. Take it all with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, are there spicy scenes in your book? All of all of my books have spicy scenes. Okay. Some of them are a bit spicier than others. Okay. I think yeah. as I grew in confidence writing those mm. sex scenes, I was able mm. to um, develop more and put more okay. spice into them. Put spice into them, nice. Is it e is it obviously more confidence? But is it easy to write those scenes? Because I always wonder when I've when I read them and I'm like, oh, yay. And then I'm like, how how do you write this down? <laughs> I don't find it easy. And okay. I like um, the scenes to be individual to those characters. Mm. So, for example, in Get Off Your High Horse, they are driving cattle back. So they their first encounter is in a swag. So uh, And I want that's individual to them. They could yeah. have done it in a bed, but, but mm. I didn't feel that was authentic for them. No, okay. No, a prince okay. in a swag. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Love it. Uh, do, your, do your books have bad guys? Are there any, like, villains or bad people in them? Um, yeah, pretty much. But okay. then so down the rabbit hole we've got the um, Bianca. She's a terrible person. And okay. she um, she bullied the other character from a young age. Oh, so she, she is truly horrible. And readers say, I hate her, but I love her because I hate her. Oh, <laughs> because... I, love a, I love a bad character like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, she yes, she's very unpleasant. Oh, so no. that would probably be my worst one. Um, in the mm. book that I'm writing now, um, mm. There's Jasmine's ex. He's pretty terrible as well. Um, and he's he went to jail and now he's come out of jail and he wants to reunite with the family. And he's, he's still terrible. So, oh, okay. So, this isn't that's not a second chance romance then. That's just no. a oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> that one's got so many tropes in it. It's not funny. <laughs> oh, really? Or oh, exciting. <laughs> yes. I've just tried to throw everything into that and now try and make it work. <laughs> Always the best way. It'll it'll come out amazing. I know it will. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so obviously when you go with your daughter, you take all your what you can with your writing stuff. Do you have a special writing room, an office, or is it just wherever you can lay your laptop down is perfect for for writing? So generally I am in my writing room. So it's a mm. small room with bookcases and a desk. It's very cluttered at the moment because I had things stored in my daughter's bedroom that had to move out into here for her, so I have to mm. rearrange again. Um, mm. But I can write anywhere. Um, if I am not getting inspirational flow in my writing room, I'll just go and sit in the lounge chair in the lounge room and write from there. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, just wherever it feels 
but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wherever I'm feeling comfortable on the day, but generally my writing room. Yes. As an author, have you got other authors that you used to read that kind of, obviously your friend inspired you to start writing? Is there any authors that you've read and thought, you know, that's inspirational for me? They make me feel like I want to do this even more. Any kind of thing like that for you or just? No, I don't think so. When I read, I read to enjoy. And yeah. lots of people say you should read so you can study how they do things, how they introduce characters, how they bring yeah. tropes in. But I'm not there to study a book. I'm there to lose myself in the book. Mm. Yeah, no, that's good. And I suppose as well, you, as you say, you've re you're reading it. So to study it at the same time, you wouldn't even get the storyline or it would just be annoying, yeah. I can imagine. It wouldn't be enjoyable for me. Mm -mm. Yeah, no. So do you only write romance? Is there any other genres that you might want to get into eventually or is it just romance your thing that you love the most, writing? I, I write romance. I've written mm. a YA romance that's just sitting in a drawer, but okay. all of all of my books are romance. Oh, romance, yeah. Okay, yeah. lovely. That's nice. Uh, what are you reading right now? What, what am I reading? I started a book but I got frustrated mm. with a side character and I oh, thought no. this side character is going to pop up again. I just cannot stand it. So I, <laughs> I stopped reading the book and I only got one chapter in. Oh, one chapter as well. The psych Oh, I love that. Oh, <laughs> how annoying was he? What kind of annoying? Oh, it was a she thing? and she was terrible. Like she had to dip her nose into people's business and she was not authentic and I just, I didn't oh, like okay. her. okay. Okay. And I just imagined that she was going to cause um, trouble for the main character. And okay. I just, no, I couldn't do it. <laughs> not doing that one. Oh, how funny. No. Oh, yeah. so that was a did not finish. Yeah, I don't like to do not finish books. I mm. think maybe um, there's four in my lifetime that I have do not finish. <laughs> mm. But, yes, I might go back to it. Maybe it was just how I was feeling at the time. Quite so, possibly. Yeah, it could redeem yes. itself. Okay, we we live in hope. Yeah, <laughs> a very popular I... writer. So, okay, oh, okay, yeah. interesting. You'll have to tell me off camera when we've done when we've <laughs> finished recording. I'll get you to tell me the name of the book. Yeah. <laughs> um, what would your three top favorite books be? I mean, these can be from childhood. These can be any books throughout your life that you've read. Do you have three favorites? Um, I think the first one that really touched me was The Outsiders. Okay, I, I read that one. I absolutely love that book. I can reread okay. it. I can cry every single time. It's not even a romance. <laughs> oh, it, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's amazing. And then my daughter's read it and she's read it multiple times as well. So um, okay. that would probably be one of my favourites. Mm. Um, Harry Potter. I yes. loved Harry Potter. I read that to my daughter. So mm. even though when the seventh book or the sixth book or even the fifth one, she was old enough to read on her own, mm. it was tradition by then. I just yeah. read them to her. Oh, okay. Love but, that. Yeah, yes. I love that too. Um, and I think one of my other favourite series was The Darkest Minds and that's okay. um, YA dystopian. Oh, okay. I've not delved into my dystopian era yet. I've not oh, done that yet. It's a good era. <laughs> okay. That's this... probably one of my another favorite genre. So romance, oh, okay. YA dystopian. 
Okay. Okay. Yes. I I've, I've got a few friends that read Dystopian and they always tell me how great it is. And I've not delved into that one yet. So maybe that will be my first one that I do. Like I've, I've, I'm writing your recommendations down here as I'm <laughs> adding to my TBR. It's like, what am I even doing? Stop it. But maybe that'll be if my first one. You don't cry from the outsiders, there's something wrong. Okay. I, I'm a crier when it comes to books. Like, I'm terrible. <laughs> I'm one of these people. I'll, I sometimes cry at the um, the dedications at the front. Oh, really? Like, yeah, I'm I'm. A nightmare when someone's like, "No, oh, this is for my mom or my brother or my best friend, and they've done this." I'm like, "Don't start! It's only oh page my gosh. one." Yeah, I'm <laughs> and a nightmare. It's such a short book as well, and it's oh. as, it was impactful for me anyway. Mm, okay, what genre is it? Would you say what? Oh gosh, I wouldn't even know what genre to call it. It's okay. YA. It's definitely YA, okay. YA, but that's all I could give you because it's not okay. romance. Um, yeah. It's coming like, okay. of age maybe yep oh interesting okay well i will give this a go and you might get a message from me in a week or so's time like oh my god i booed my eyes out for ages <laughs> <laughs> well you might say oh god that was crap <laughs> <laughs> yes no i think from i think we i think book recommendations so far everyone has recommended books on the podcast i've loved them that i've oh, gone off and read them so i think we're okay I surrounded myself with good, like-minded people, which includes you, so we're good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so, obviously, your favourite genres uh, you just mentioned. What is your least favourite ones that you least like to read? Oh, I don't think there's a least favourite. I haven't come across okay. one yet. Okay. It's, um, anything. I like anything as long as it's not boring. Okay. Yeah. Do you get – does any – Anything in books give you the ick? Like make you feel a bit like, mm, I don't want to read. Obviously, the side character, crappy side character is one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I started reading a book and this is one of my do not finish ones. And I okay. never knew whose point of view I was in because it would change halfway through a paragraph. And oh. I'd be like, what? I don't even understand what's going on now. And it was such a ridiculous storyline. And, yeah. So that was a do not finish for me. Do not finish. So, oh, no. Yeah. Okay. Do not, do not change point of view without telling me you're going to. I need some warning. Yeah. I need to know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I th yeah. I, I don't mind it if they do it during chapters, but halfway yes. through the paragraphs, it's very confusing. It was weird. <laughs> very strange. Very, very strange. <laughs> um, do you have Do you have books and Kindle or is it just Kindle books? which do you prefer i have both okay but my bookshelves are a bit too full so at mm. the moment i'm buy. i would buy a lot on kindle but then if i find something i really like i go and buy it in paperback like i'm the same especially if it's like there's i'm a bit obsessive with like i feel like i need to hold the book like yeah. i need it a copy yeah, of get it the feel yeah and the smell the yeah. pages all that stuff yeah. yes my daughter won't read a kindle She'll okay. only read paperbacks. paperbacks. Although she reads fan fiction, which is on her phone. Oh. But, but she, her reasoning is I can scroll up, whereas um, with a Kindle you have to scroll sideways. Sideways scroll. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't know. I don't know what the difference is. I <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's slightly easier on the eyes. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Maybe. Uh, maybe it is because your eyes scroll. Mm. And so maybe that's it. 
yeah yes i've although my kindle so i have a kindle and i've i've changed it so that because obviously you can change the background so i've got i don't know what kindle i've got i've got like a giant one which i wasn't expecting to get i've actually made it so the pages are like that off white yellowy color so it looks like a book yeah (laughs) yes rather than the bright white or they do black i'm like i don't want black background oh she has a black background on her phone i don't understand it no it's too dark for me i feel like i can't see (laughs) yes i have that problem too but she says it's only because i'm old (laughs) (laughs) no such thing (laughs) (laughs) um so if you could be any character in any book who would you be oh in any book ever in any book ever um one that, I don't know. One that leaves a fun, adventurous life, okay, but doesn't get into that. too much strife because that would be stressful. <laughs> it would be stressful. It's too stressful. Yeah, too far, yeah. too stressful. <laughs> I always think that. I'm a bit like, if I'm going to be a character, I want one with a happy ending, not yep. stressful, maybe a little bit of like, like not fighting, that's the wrong word to put it, but maybe a little bit of like danger in there, but I win every yes. time. yes. <laughs> And you know you're going to win. There's no doubt there. There's no doubt there. You're going to survive it. You're going to win. It's going to be great. (laughs) Um, What would you, so if your life was a book title, what would it be right now? (laughs) Some some days it would be boring. (laughs) Other days it would be, oh, my God, I need more time to myself. (laughs) Or these people suck the life out of me. That would be work-related. <laughs> that would be work-related. Yours could be a series. We'll do a series of books for you. Your life could be a series <laughs> of book titles. <laughs> or we could just say, keep reading as the title and every every chapter could be something different. Something different. <laughs> oh, I like that idea. That's a good idea. That could be a good one for a book. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, so I like asking this question because obviously you're an indie author, aren't you? So you're self-published. I am. Yep. Yes. How difficult is that for you as an indie author in terms of getting your book out there getting people like arc readers how difficult has it been or you or it is for indie authors I haven't hit the secret source yet okay and I'm seven books in so it's difficult Mm. Um, I think the hardest thing is finding readers because there's so many books out there Mm. um People don't often recognise that a book is indie published or traditionally published. So um, there's no fear there, but it's just finding the readers when they have so much to choose from. Mm, yes. I suppose, do you have like an ARC team for your books, street team? I do. You do? Yeah, yeah you do um, have all of that. I have a good editor. Uh, I have a proofreader that's been with me from book one. I've had Lovely. trouble with um, editors I had one that flaked on me. I had another one um, that like tripled the price, their price, because as, yeah. as an indie author, you have to pay for everything. So when a, a price for a service triples, it becomes difficult. That's um, so bad. Cover artists as well. So mm. I've had multiple different cover artists. The first one I had was for three books. And then she stopped doing cover art. She wanted to concentrate on her own writing. So then I got another artist and unfortunately she passed away. Um, Then I got another artist, but they couldn't see the same vision. 
and oh, okay. now I'm on to my next one. Your next one. Oh, bless. So it is because I always find this because this is why the podcast, which is why I want to do, because I literally I love indie authors. I think you guys are great. I think that you're very I find it very empowering the fact that you have decided to do this journey for yourselves like I, I love that thought and I love uh this is why the show is here because I want to help all of you indie authors and I feel like it is like a a race out there not so much because of there's not enough kind of you're fighting against other books it's the fact that it's the reader that you need yes this. yes yeah. you have to hook that I, reader you have to hook them and obviously hook them for the whole series. If you're doing yes. a series of books, it has to be yeah. consistent basically. Yes. So yes. do you open your arc team for each new book or do you have your permanent arc team that you're keeping? Or is there a chance for some of my listeners to sign up to be an arc reader for you eventually, or is it closed? Oh, no. So every book that comes out, I mm. so I have a core arc team that has yep. stuck with me from book to book to book. And then when I'm um, getting ready to release the next book and I'm needing an ARC team, I put a call out on my newsletter okay. and people respond and say, yes, I want to I want to join the team. Join the team. Okay, lovely. Yep. So what I'll do is in the episode notes, obviously I'm going to tag you in them, but I'll also, because you're, is I had a little I had a little stalk of your page um, <laughs> and I found your website and everything and all your newsletter information is all on there. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So we'll make sure that we get a tag out there. And honestly, the covers of these books and the titles, and I've been reading the blurbs about them. They all sound amazing. I can't wait to dig in. Like, oh, thank gonna, you. Are we going to devour this whole series quite quickly? <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm excited about. Um, so in terms of anybody who wants to start writing, you know, um, who maybe feels a bit daunted about being an indie author or anything like that do you have any advice for them anything that you kind of wisdom any do's or don'ts that you might want to give to them mm, tough question um <laughs> i a lot of authors come into the business and they think that they can just write a book and put it out there mm. but i really do advise that they get an editor um it doesn't have to be a developmental editor, which is more expensive, uh, but you certainly do need an editor. I have learned so much from my editors and they have improved okay. my writing so much that I believe every book gets better because of them. Because of them. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because you that's learn amazing. lessons that you can take with you from book to yeah. book to book. Of course. And then I suppose each, do you, sorry, do you keep the same editor or have you had to find different ones? Okay. Uh, so that was the one that tripled their price. And then oh. I found another one and she flaked on me. She promised okay. the world but didn't deliver. Um, so but bad. this one I've had, and I had to put that out. I had to, my, I have a friend who's an editor and I said, can you just please look over it because I've got nothing now. Mm. I had to go out and publish it without an editor. Um so and I had run out of time because if you put a pre-order up, you're mm. you're you have to meet that deadline on Amazon. Yeah. And oh. so I and I had everything scheduled. I schedule every step of my writing process and mm. there was no time to find a new editor and get it edited. Oh wow. So, so you had to just yeah. go with it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh wow. And 
uh, as far as Amazon, are you on Kindle Unlimited or is it? Yes, I am. You I are on Kindle Unlimited. Okay, perfect. All of your books are on there. All of them. Okay, yeah. so people can. And there's find a couple of short stories there too. Oh, okay. Uh, same kind of um, Australian-based. Yeah. Kind of romance. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Everything's the same. They're just much shorter. Much shorter. Oh, okay. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> so if you've got a short amount of time, you can read it. There you go. Just a little dip in the toe. So um, which of your books would you recommend for somebody who has listening to this podcast right now for their first time delving into the world of your writing? Which of your books would you be like, right, definitely read this one first? Oh, I'd say start from the beginning, but you don't necessarily okay. need to do that. Take the Bull okay. by the Horns was um, welcomed warmly by other readers, okay. so maybe start there. Okay. Making a note for me to start there. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you get to perfect. meet a bull in that book, and he's quite humorous. Oh, oh okay, nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, perfect. So as we said at the beginning, so you have uh, seven Seven books. books, yes. Seven books, perfect. They're all available on Amazon. Yes, they are. All romance genres. All uh, all romance. All romance genres. Set in lovely Australia, which makes me excited because I oh, do. Yes. I, I like. I like to bring a bit of Australia to the world. <laughs> <laughs> and also, as far as go back to the editing side of things as well, because I have read at the beginning of some books that when they've they've wrote things like. I'm English, so this is this is English published in English because a lot of books have changed to like American wordings for their books. Yes, and spelling you, and spelling. Yes, have you had to change yours or have you kept it authentically? No, it's all Australian English, okay, and I okay. even use Australian words mm. um, that people are like, "What on earth is that?" I yeah. use Australian sayings. Okay. I try to keep it authentic as possible. Mm. Oh, okay, yeah. lovely. So you kind of feel I love that because then I don't want you know I don't want to read a book that's based in the UK that's got American wording because that's to me that's not doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. So it's lovely, and you can really get into the world then of what you're reading if it's authentically that place. Yep. Which is yeah, which is great. And there's always Google. Like if you don't understand a word, you just Google it. I'm sure they yep. tell you. What I try it is. to use it in a context that oh, okay. people will understand. I yes. did stump readers in the last book because I said a zucchini slice and they're oh. like, what are you even talking about? You slice <laughs> a zucchini. <laughs> and I had to reword that and say frittata uh, so yeah. that they understood what I was talking about because they were stumped. <laughs> oh, bless. I love and that. So I had beta readers tell me that. So I went, okay, okay that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. We'll do it this way then. Oh, how yep. funny. My um it's funny because my other half's American and we always we always have conversations and he always says to me when I say things, he's like, speak English. And I'm like, I am, I am. actually speaking English. <laughs> it's my it was, mother tongue. <laughs> it's my actual mother tongue. I was like, it's okay. I said to and I said to him the other day, I was like, you don't understand. I was like, that's like saying to somebody in Spain that they're saying their words wrong and they're speaking Spanish. Yeah. I was like, you need to understand that you're speaking American English. There's Australian English. Yep. There's other languages that speak differently and use different yes. words for things. 
That's right. Different dialects, yeah. and it's still English. Mm. And it's still English. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I and it's my my future mother in law. Bless her. I remember I was asking for I don't know what you call it a whisk or a mixer. A whisk. Yeah. A or whisk. A mixer, okay. Yeah. Yep. So I call it a whisk. Yeah. And I was asking her for a whisk and she was like, oh, darling. She was like, we don't have that here. And I was like, you do. Uh, you do. <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have to bring up a picture. Oh, picture. yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was, it was my other half came home and I was like, what is the word for a whisk? And he was like, mixer. And I was like, okay, of course yeah. it's literal. Like, okay, fine. <laughs> I'll use that word. <laughs> love her but yeah so I do get that sorry I'm gonna sneeze I think yes I am excuse me oh dear oh dear my allergies are acting up today excuse me um so yeah so that's quite I love the fact that you've kept it authentically Australian which is which is lovely um if people are purchasing copies of your books, obviously it's on KU. They're available for purchase on Kindle. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, I'm going to sneeze again. Oh, my That's God. That's okay. You. Oh. oh, right. Tickle up my nostrils. Right. There we go. Um, so they can obviously order them on Kindle. Are you doing any signed copies or anything like that with your books I, at the minute? I can or? do signed copies, but postage mm. does get expensive from Australia. Yes. Or if they wanted to, they could buy the book themselves and I could send them a signed book plate and okay, then they amazing. just put that inside the book. Oh, okay. That's perfect then. Okay, yeah. sweet. Because we are going to be doing a giveaway, aren't we, with we this episode? Sure yep. Yes. So the winner will have to answer a question, which I'm going to post on the episode notes. Yep. And then that they we are will going win. To make up. <laughs> that we are going to make up. That is exactly that. <laughs> I've I've made some notes as I've gone along. I've found some funny things. So I think that we have, we, I think I'll run them past you at the end of the episode, but I think we have, I think I found a couple of questions that we can possibly ask, which is great. Um, so the winner will be winning a... An e-book of their choice of my, okay. one of my books. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Okay, amazing. So an e-book of your choice. You have to answer the question. I will leave the uh, question up for a couple of weeks just to give because people are busy with listening to episodes so I'll leave it up for a couple of weeks and then they can kind of answer it and then we will draw the winner excellent oh, perfect I so social the answers I know I love the answer especially when people <laughs> are like sometimes people they say the wrong answer or they say something that hasn't even been in the episode like yep. they're trying to guess <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. So as far as your social media goes, you are on Instagram? I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm on TikTok. Okay. I'm on Twitter or Rex or whatever it's called, but I think I'm leaving there. Oh, okay. Perfect. That's fine. Yeah. So I will tag all of your um, all of your social medias in the episode notes so people can go across and give you a follow. Excellent. Yep. Yeah, I'll also put I'm going to I'm going to blast your books all over my social media because I'm as I said before I love the cover <laughs> <laughs> thank you so I'm going to be blasting those all over my socials so look out for the bright I love them because they're bright and sunny yes and that's what I wanted them to be because yes. you often see all of these dark covers 
or yeah. man chest and I've got nothing against man chest because I have plenty of books that have man chest on the front cover Me too. but yep. I wanted to give something that reflected the books so they're feel good books mm. slow burn feel good and I wanted the covers to reflect that Yes, lovely. And I th- I got that when I was looking. I was like, oh, this looks lovely. And it actually, generally, I was like, right, adding, smiling, adding, smiling. That was my theory when I was going through <laughs> the list. I was like, this is great. Like, yeah, it was great. And they are, like I said, I will put all the covers up so people know exactly the books, the titles of them all, so that they know where to go and look for them, which is great. <laughs> do you have any, I always ask this, do you have any fellow author shout outs that you want to do on the episode or anything that you want to highlight other indie authors or anything like that, that you've been reading or just want to say, Hey, <laughs> No, not really. Sorry, I wasn't prepared for that question. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> but just read more indie authors because we put in as much effort as traditional authors, if not yeah. more. I, I would always say more. I yeah. would always say more. Yeah. more effort. We, we run the whole business from start mm. to finish. Yeah, this yeah. is it. And I'm there's a couple of authors that I'm starting to work a little bit more closely with as kind of um, – when I, because I'm currently in the process of moving to America and okay. I'm going to be unable to work for a while. So I'm going to be delving more into the book stuff. So I've started to do a little bit of free PA for okay. um, some authors to get some references for when I decide to launch it myself. Yeah. And the amount of work that you guys have to do, I was like, yeah. oh, this is easy. I was like, oh, it's not easy. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> No, she's she said one of them sent me her diary of things that she's got coming up to do. And I was like, uh, th- really? I was like, D- this is a lot. And she was like, yeah. So they've had to, she had to, she couldn't afford her PA. And okay. I was like, look, let me give you a hand. Because again, people, I think that industry workers, so editors, cover writers, drawers, PAs, and things like that, I think they think the authors, indie authors, are, are rich. Oh no! We're, oh like, well, no. I shouldn't say that. Not some of us are. Yes, some yes. Of us I didn't are mean seven yes. figure authors or six yes, figure they are. authors. But yes. then there's a lot of us down the other end. Yes, that's exactly. Sorry, I didn't mean to say that. But yeah, that's exactly what I mean. And when you put your pricing up, I'm a bit like, but people can't afford that. And that's yeah. what happened to her. Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. she's had to do all of this on her own. And I'm like, look, I'm going to be unemployed for ages. Use me. Like, use me. And that's yeah. what we're doing, and that's, I'm happy to help her. That's very generous. That's very kind. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I feel like, right, let's get this. And I don't mind. I'm pretty organised with my diary. <laughs> <laughs> I, but it was. My PA sorry. is American. Oh, okay. Um, but. The exchange rate kills me every oh, month. No. <laughs> every month, like oh, something it's a hundred dollars more, like Australian to US. And oh wow! <laughs> yeah, if you look That's at our insane. exchange rate, it's terrible. Oh okay, I know. I haven't yeah. really, I haven't really looked. But my best friend, he lives in Australia, but I've not been to visit him as of yet. But um, I've never really, I never really thought about the exchange rate of things. If you have a PA that's somewhere else, yeah, of course it would be. You'd have to do that because they get paid in their currency. That's yeah. right. So I, play, I, I paid um, for an anthology this morning, which is oh. $30 US, but yes. $50 Australian. So that's oh. the comparison. The comparison for it. Oh, okay. Oh, that's in, that is insane. 
Okay. Yes. So wow. I wish our dollar would go up because that will help. <laughs> yes, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh wow. But yeah, I, it's and I suppose planning and and having to promote everything yourself is another minefield of having to be socially online a lot of the time as well I'm guessing yeah be approachable as well yeah it it can be hard yes yeah Yeah. have you done any like takeover parties on any Facebook groups or anything like that or is that something that you've not looked into or I've done a few Mm. um but I've pulled back on them now oh okay yeah as an indie author you have to think about where to best spend your time And what's going to be the best return on investment. And our Mm. time is valuable. So we have to look at what's working and what's not working. Yeah. Okay. Wow. It is. Yeah, it is a it is a minefield. And as I said, I totally admire and find you all very inspiring that you're out there living your best book writing lives with everything else that you have on top of it to go with it you know it's not just sitting and writing a book you know no no No. real life gets in the way as well we have to sleep and we have to eat and I have a full-time job as well so you have to you know try and fit everything in everything and family and friends who you just ignore because you're writing (laughs) i'm in my zone leave me alone (laughs) yeah i need this time i can't do that (laughs) amazing call me in a month i might have time (laughs) yes oh bless so you uh said that you're currently writing another book yes Yes. uh is that nearly finished when's that going to be available is it that will be let me check my calendar March. Okay, I love this. March. <laughs> oh, okay. So Mark's yep. checked next year. We have a new one coming out. Yes. So yes. that is seal of approval. Okay. So obviously it centers around seals because okay. that's the title of the book. Oh, I <laughs> love it. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we've got an American who's moving to Australia for 12 months to do a mm. research project. Um, he is a that the day he arrives, he finds out that he has to share a house with a female ranger and her mm-hmm. two children. So there's forced okay. proximity there. Um, he's from San Francisco, oh. large, big city, different yeah. to Australia, into yeah. a town that has 10 people in it. Oh, um, wow. So we've, got, we've got him like a fish out of water, small town as well. Um, so there's a lot, lots going on and... Um, it's a workplace romance as well, obviously, because they have to work together. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, lots, so going on. lots going on. I love that. That's great. So have a look out. I will post when you say that you have ARC teams available. I will yep. post that one so that we can try and get you some extra readers. And I will probably sign up too. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Uh, so yeah so as I said I will tag Cynthia's notes uh website uh where you can find her on social media uh Cynthia is an indie author so please go across and give her some love and give her some support and um we will be posting the competition um information about the book and everything all the books I should say where you can find them all um go across as I said give her some love the books are all on Kindle Unlimited, so you have your membership there. So take fully advantage of all of these great, great books. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the show, Cynthia. 
Thank you for inviting me. I've had a great time. Very welcome. I would, I like to have returning authors. So maybe when we've got a couple more books out, because I feel like this isn't the end. I feel like we're, we're going to have a plethora of books from you in the future, as well as a lot of others. Yes. So that's, that that's is the exciting. plan. <laughs> there we go. So I'd love to have you come back again, you know, maybe sometime next year and we can do like another catch up on what you're up to, which would be great. <laughs> Excellent. Yes, please. Amazing. Amazing. Right then. Well, thank you everyone so much for listening and um, yeah, take care everybody. Bye. Bye.